the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It is uh, 106. The pandemic. And you're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Today is Friday. It is June 18th. I want to wish everyone a very, very happy Father's Day. And you want to go out. The weather is going to be great. And uh, all weekend long. Today is a delightful day. But I encourage you this weekend, get out and support some local businesses. Maybe go have a nice meal at K's. That sounds great. Uh, tomorrow, not a tremendous day, but going to be cloudy. I don't see any rain in the forecast. And Sunday looks really Really nice. 84 degrees and sunny. Uh, it's at, uh, the delightful weather has arrived and it's currently. Again, but folks, stop in and see our friends at Case. They are just terrific. Cass Avenue, a great meal is waiting for you at Case. Well, folks, as I've been saying, um, I, I think it's um, it's pretty serious situation what is going on with uh, exactly how things are. Uh, I mean, it's you can't ignore right now that the progressives um, are absolutely just, you know, taking over in certain states, in certain states. I'm seeing like right now, Georgia releases the name of over 100,000 people at risk of having voter registration canceled. Good. Should be. It should be. You want legalized. You want the right people voting. You want the right people voting, not some of the stuff that we've started to see go on. Now, I want to play Mike Pence was at the Faith and Freedom Coalition Summit and former Vice President Mike Pence. I haven't heard this yet, but apparently he starts to get drowned out by people calling him a traitor. Let me um, I haven't heard this. I want to hear this a little bit. You know, he is not, um, he's not gonna, he is not gonna live it down. I don't know. I mean, again, he wants to run, he can run. But what is he talking about? Um, he's not. June, January 6th was a pivotal moment. He decided to go in with the wrong crew. Uh, calling Mike Pence a traitor, drowned out by hecklers, the Faith and Freedom Coalition. <laughs> they were chanting, traitor, you traitor. God, now, if he thinks, see, here's the thing. He thinks he's going to resign running for president. What are you talking about? There's no way. No way is he running for president. I mean, he can. He's not going to be successful is what I mean. No way. Pence? It, it's not happening. It's not happening. All right, let me play you some more sound. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Make sure you visit the website, DePietro.com. This is a big story um, before I play some of the sound out of Portland. The Portland Police Riot Squad has resigned following indictment of an officer. The rapid response team, a unit within the Portland Police Department, voted to resign Wednesday during a meeting with the police union. This follows the criminal indictment of an officer from assault stemming from a riot last August. The officer was on rapid response team. Group of police officers volunteered for the post and deployed to respond to riot civil unrest in uh, Portland. So officer Corey Budworth was indicted and charged one count fourth degree assault. On the night of August 18th, Antifa militants threw a Molotov cocktail into the department headquarters as the rapid response team struggled to contain the riot. 
In a statement released after the indictment, they said in this case, we allege no legal justification existed for the officer's deployment of force, and it was excessive. Um, he's accused of hitting activist photographer rioter Terry Jacobs with a baton. Videos post social media show Budworth hit Jacobs in the head from behind, then again as she falls to the ground. Video of the incident circulated on social media. Cops are tackling arresting people having shields. They pepper spray younger. Unfortunately, so the indictment is a blatant attempt to hold police accountable, said a source within the Portland Police Bureau. No victim came forward. They claim an attorney saw the video and approached Jacobs about pressing charges against the officer. See, this is disgrace. Folks, police are under attack. Police are absolutely under attack. You know, they appeared on the Lars Larson show. I know Lars, and I may have him, um, we'll have him on the program pretty soon. I want to play, this is a parent talking about critical race theory. Uh, I have two medical degrees. If I'm sitting here, how do I have two medical degrees if I'm sitting here oppressed? This was at a school committee meeting. You talk about critical race theory, which is pretty much going to be teaching kids how to hate each other, how to dislike each other. It's pretty much what it's going to all come down to. You're going to deliberately teach kids? This white kid right here got it better than you because he's white? You're going to personally tell a white kid? Oh, the black people are all down and suppressed. How do I have two medical degrees if I'm sitting here oppressed? Two medical degrees. No mom, no dad in the house. Work my way through college. Sat there and hustled my butt off to get through college. You're going to tell me somebody that looked like all y'all white folks kept me from doing that? Are you serious? Not one white person ever came to me and said, well, son, you're never going to be able to get to work because you know the black people. But guess what? What's sickening about this whole thing and what y'all doing right now is already something I do in my community right now to speak out against stuff because black folks are getting told by other black folks, oh, you know you ain't going to be able to do nothing out there in the world because white folks ain't going to let you get no, oh, no, you're not going to be able to do it because you know, the, the white man, the white man going to keep you down. Well, how did I get where I am right now if some white man kept me down? How am I now directing over folks that look just like you guys in this room right now? How? What, what, what kept me down? What oppressed me? I work for myself from off the streets to where I am right now. You gonna sit here and tell me this lie of critical race theory? Of this, this, this reason why black folks can't get ahead because of white folks? Are you kidding me? This is what we come to now. I can't believe we even talking about this right now. The last thing I'm gonna say right here is something that's crazy. Martin Luther King said he wanted his kids to grow up in a world where they are judged by the contents of their what? Not their skin. Yeah, if they let this stuff go on right now, it is absolutely doing the complete reverse of what he's doing. So when February comes, don't talk about Martin Luther King. When February comes, don't talk about black people. Mother Dog will sit there and just he must be on his grave with this nonsense. That's exactly what's about to happen. Lastly, we are talking about our kids. We are talking about our children. What's so sick about me? I love the Discovery Channel. You will see that on the Discovery Channel, animals will put their lives on the line to protect their children from danger. Nobody wants get to the heart of the matter, get to the meat of the matter, get to the moral of the story. It all comes down to it. The person that's going to be suffering from this, the one's going to be hurt from this, is the kids. Yeah. Ten years from now, if this stuff goes on, whose fault is it going to be? Whose fault is it going to be? Who are we going to look back on the blame for this? Because this is the stuff we're talking about right now. This stuff is going on right now. I do this stuff on a daily basis. I'm in the hood. I'm in the communities. I'm out there with folks in their face. I've been doing stuff since I was 18 years old, talking to black folks. And you know what? None of them are buying this nonsense. None of them are. But if you want to implement this into the school system, I guarantee you to the day that I die, I'm going to be the very person right there, debunk this stuff, tear stuff down, let them know they can do exactly what I did, get exactly where I am by putting themselves to work and getting there. And that's not one white person ever going to keep any of them from getting there. So CRT stuff, BS. Tell that to Arlene Violet, folks. Tell that to my former colleague, Eileen Violet, writing a column. Uh, not in the Northern paper, but in the East Bay, uh, Eileen Violet saying critical race theory is important to be taught. And we need to teach the children of the systematic racism that have destroyed people. Our Eileen Violet, some are more equal than others. The values of privilege extended to class of people. Um Boom, boom, boom. Uh, the, this she's talking about certain individuals in taxes. But I'm referring to she wrote a piece basically supporting critical race theory 
Eileen Violet did, my uh, former colleague. You know, I'm I'm uh, like a lot of people. I heard from a number of people who were disappointed with Eileen, with uh, saying some of that stuff. But folks, she's the one that put, you know, well, whatever. I want to say pen to paper, but she's the one that put this stuff forward. And critical race theory is important, and we need to teach the children this stuff, and and uh, and th- they need to learn how unfair the United States is. And this is about the evil men. And we need to teach children that the forefathers were racist and that it's not fear. And we need to continue. Now, again, these are not my words, but Eileen Violet, we need to continue to remind people that they have been oppressed. We need to keep reminding people of color that they have been uh, oppressed in the past, and we need to teach that and make sure they're learning it in the school. How is that benefiting anything? I still can't get over. Rhode Island Finance Committee sends a $13 billion budget to the House in Rhode Island. $13 billion budget, which was, as I already mentioned last hour, New Hampshire, $6.5 billion, half. Half. How is that possible? Um, completely unnecessary. They're taking, well, you know, it's it's federal money, right, but the federal money goes away. You know what's so unfair is they could be with, I, I'm not denying that there's federal money that is that is coming in. I'm not denying that, but there is, there is certainly, um, there's an opportunity to make, Yeah, here it is. Eileen Violet. Critical race theory is so important in Rhode Island. Oh, my God. It's not a threat. We need to understand the origins of inequality and systemic. Yeah, but you you also, there's there's no way to, to really check how it's being implemented is a big part of the problem. But that is, um, it was not long ago. Just in the past two years, the Rhode Island budget was under, under $10 billion. Under $10 billion. And now all of a sudden, do we really need that much more money? Has that Rhode Island lawmakers release a $13 billion budget? $2 billion more than what Governor McKee proposed months ago. Folks, it's, it's, this money starts to... It, then it becomes permanent. And then they say, well, you can't get rid of it. Well, you can't get rid of that. You know, now we have the program. So now you, you can't expect this to to go away. Now it's it's part of the process and people are used to it. And this program is blah, blah, blah. And it may start off federally funded. And then you're able to implement it because of federal funds. But... It never stays that way, right? Rhode Island lawmakers unveil a $13 billion budget. It's $2 billion bigger, with a B, than Governor McKee put forward in March. I, 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 the states, in, in, it's not your imagination. In 2019, before the pandemic, the state budget was $9.4 billion. The budget for the current year has been revised to $14.3 billion, 52% increase in two years. Absolute insanity. Insanity. But, but who's going to have to pay that? All this money they want to give out. The people that are benefiting from it are not the people that pay taxes. And I think it's terrible. I really do. And I just wonder who is going to be accountable when all this stuff starts to go south. All right. Right now it is uh, 120. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Before we check in with our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. Hey, Father's Day headquarters is at Competition Shooting Supplies. I want to just check his um, as I've said in the past, John Francis, he does a very good job. Competition they do with their Facebook page, and he'll 
put up and post a lot of the um, a lot of the new items that they they have. And let me uh, just check this. Okay, what does he have? Uh, a couple of new items: TP Elite Elite Combat. Oh wow! May get some two twenty three five fifty six next week. He's got some beautiful item, folks. Let me get him on the line. Uh, more of a shipment of the uh, pistols he's got in. I see, and he's got the very cool Glock nineteen uh, distress flag. Let me. Um, Again, as I said, oh, wow, look at that. Beautiful. He uh, he is very effective with posting the merchandise on the Facebook page. So I want to, um, yeah, he's got some nice material that has come in. All right, let me get on the line, folks, our friend. And it is John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. Let me... Uh, we're going to call him uh, right now and then get him on the line. He's open today. He's open tomorrow. And listen, even if it's just a gift certificate, that always makes a great gift for Father's Day with uh, competition shooting supplies. Or maybe, remember, you can always, let's see. Oh, okay. It's John DePietro. Is he, Um, let's see, will he be back before 2 o'clock or did I miss him? Oh, okay. All right. I'll um, I'll call back before 2. Okay, folks, there it is. Competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Firearms, ammunition, accessories. If you're looking for a last-minute Father's Day gift, a gift certificate is is always good. But he has a great selection. You take the last exit in Rhode Island, you're going to go past the Attleboro train station. And then you're going to find yourself... Uh, right at the intersection of Benefit Street and Newport Avenue. If you have some firearms that you want to sell, the place you can sell them is Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Now, folks, if you haven't checked it out, check out the website, topetro.com. I want to commend Cranston Police did a tremendous investigation, and um, they, you know, suddenly found themselves that they had these illegal Massage parlors popping up in the city. Six Asian massage parlors. 732 Broad Street, Cranston. That's in Edgewood. 938 Park Avenue. 973 Reservoir Avenue. 761 Park Avenue. We were outside there yesterday. Uh, Rolf Square. And Plainfield Pike. And um, a lot of them, well, you, you can read it. it it's pretty graphic. Uh, I don't know if the rest of the media has gone with it, but this is going on. And the thing that I think that people need to be aware of and just keep in mind is, you know, Cranston is doing something about this. But what about certain other communities and how many are there? If they just raided these six in Cranston, how many of these are in Providence? How many are in Pawtucket? How many are in, you know, pick a place, Central Falls, Woonsocket? Um, and then you can see how, you know, they enter, you got to get buzzed in. They offer a one hour massage for $60. It's got to be in cash. Um, let's see. Uh, and then you can maybe get a few, a little bit more for 140 and that can then be everything. Um, and so anyhow, th- this is not, you know, going on, uh, in, in like large cities, that's, that's where they move into and where they've been effective is they advertise on these different websites. And again, you can read about it at depetro.com. I really feel for, there was a, a legitimate salon next door to where the illegal one went in and they had to take down, um, they couldn't put the phone number up and. They had all these guys coming in that uh, they'd see massage and they'd see salon and they would think, all right, I'll just swing in here and and have to put up with that type of thing. So, uh, but great job by Cranston police who were uh, right on it. Hey, folks, I want to remind you, 
Um, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Whether it is a washer or a dryer or uh, maybe it's your stove or oven. Remember what we say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. And apparently during the pandemic, a number of people let their appliances go and they weren't fixing them. And um, and so now Ryan said that when he goes into a lot of different homes or businesses, that there's several appliances to fix. But again, Ryan's Appliance Repair, Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. And senior citizens discounts are available. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. Don Lemon commented last night on parents upset. Don Lemon, CNN, parents upset about critical race theory. Let's hear it. Right. So if you are the person who happens to be telling the history, you're going to tell it in your favor. And the best way to correct that so that um, some people aren't uh, over-indexed in the history of the country is to have all voices, as many voices as possible, included in that history. You know, I had somebody today say, well, you know, I, I'm just, I'm worried. I want in the telling of that history. Go I don't on, want sorry. people lecturing my kid like, hey, you're white, you're bad because of this and this. I said, well, why do you think that's what it will be? I said, that's the only problem, is your perception. Why wouldn't want your, your kid to understand the roots of slavery and the legacy of slavery? How it has played out for enslaved people as a culture throughout the years. Why wouldn't you want that? You don't think that telling people that they were beaten and sold and lynched makes them feel bad? That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Your, that's all I, happy to hear. That's your idea of uh, that's the whole thing about what privilege is, is that you, you, you people don't like to have their pleasure interrupted. Their peace interrupted. And so people think that it should be the way that it should be because they have been taught that in, in, in this country. But, you know, telling people, having people come to the realization, especially ancestors of slaves, that they, they were enslaved and that they were beaten and they were sold, that they weren't able to accrue wealth, that they weren't able to go to school, they weren't able to go vote. You think that makes them feel good? So the folks on the other side, stop making it about you and be curious instead of judgmental. Right. That's all. And look, conservatives say they're all about the principles uh, that Reformation uh, is about. Don't you want your kids? given an avenue to dignity and yeah. for them to see what abolitionists were about yeah. and what it is to fight the good fight yeah. for the best of reasons to celebrate your own brothers and sisters in humanity yeah. is not what you're taking them to church for see everyone every sunday I, you know i talk we could have a whole conversation about this every sunday you know people go do it on the handoff they're supposed to be we will they're supposed to be we're supposed to be seeing each other's humanity and loving each other and opening up and learning about each other but yet and still you know what happens i gotta go because I'm going to talk about this. I got a lot to say. You know, folks, again, though, what's missing from this is accountability. I think that's a big part of it. It's accountability. And and then zero accountability. What about the Irish? What about the, the Italians? What about people that came here? There are still people coming here with nothing. And they were able to succeed. A big part of this is they don't want there to be any accountability. Everything can be blamed. I think, I, listen, no one is saying you want to distort history, but it seems to be in place of self-accountability. Let's go to more sound. Representative Omar, the act of war does nothing to make us safe. Engaging in endless wars undermines peace, liberty, and justice. She is Representative Elon Omar. Uh, thank you, Chairman. Uh, and thank you to um, our, our distinguished author, Congresswoman Lee, um, for bringing forth this legislation. Madam Speaker, for the past 20 years, the 2002 um, authorization has been used to wage war and cause destruction around the world. While many in this Congress have participated in war, I am someone who has endured war and understand the impact it has on innocent lives. The act of war does nothing to make us safe. Engaging in endless wars has led us to undermining our most important moral, 
morals, peace, liberty, and justice. You know, this is someone, she's the one that on September 11th, some people were doing some things. And I mean, she's, she's the one behind that. She is absolutely the one behind that. Now, speaking of, Father's Day is this Sunday. And, you know, you want to give a unique, I think, different gift idea, something that dad will like and use. And I would think maybe you'd like to shop local. By the way, also, this weekend on Federal Hill, there is a festival and Ron's Pastry Gourmet will be up at Federal Hill right at Bank of America. Uh, but one of the places that you can go is to see our friend Marie at It's My Health. And I want to get her on the line because she has some uh, nice items, folks, on this beautiful, delightful Friday. What time is it? One thirty-one, And maybe you're on Menden Road right now. But she has some uh, very nice items, and you could pop in there. Folks, there she is joining us right now is the Queen of Health, and it's for our friend Marie. Marie, it's John DePia. Happy Friday. And I can't think of a better place to pop in 1099 Menden Road and get some thoughtful, wonderful gifts for Father's Day. Oh, absolutely. We have lots of things for dads. What are some nice gift suggestions, Marie? There's someone listening right now, and they're on Menden Road, and they could pop in right across from Davenport Restaurant. Someone that comes strolling in, what are some nice items that you might recommend that someone could get for a Father's Day gift? Well, we have some really nice soaps and deodorants. We also have some, if Dad is a tea drinker, we could, you know, there's lots of teas to choose from. Nice things for making iced tea for this time of year. Even have some local chocolates, um, local honey that wow. you could go with, and and a berry or a kai berry, as some people say. Um, drink would be a wonderful, healthy gift to give to dad that tastes yummy. Wow, local chocolates! I'm unfamiliar with that, Marie. Mm-hmm. Yep, we just start, brought in some local chocolates out of uh, West Tinsbury, Massachusetts. Wow, and um, also very, very yummy dark chocolates. You know, and also local honey or maple syrup, that makes a great gift. And it's it's different, it's fresh, and people can tell the difference. Absolutely. Now, also, folks, again, it's Marie. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from David, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Now, Marie, also, people are hearing a lot about these hemp and CBD products. Now, maybe someone has a dad or themselves, and they, you know, hurt themselves in the garden. Uh, maybe they uh, hurt themselves with a golf swing or whatever it may be. I'm willing to bet that you could guide them, sort some of these hemp and CBD products that may help ease some of their pain and discomfort. Yeah, hemp and CBD can be really, really good for, for pain and discomfort. But I would also look at Arnica, which is a homeopathic remedy. And we have it, something you take orally. And that's amazing. If you've overdone it in the yard and every muscle hurts, you take that. And within like 15 minutes, you're like, Woof, I'm human again. And we have it in lotion and, and gels as well to use topically. But that's a place to start. And then the hemp, if there's some really severe pain. Sure. Oh. Folks, again, we're speaking to Marie. It's my health, 1099, Menden Road in Cumberland. Call her at 305-3585. Marie, you know what else? A gift certificate for a massage always makes a great gift. Absolutely. Massage, reflexology, some, some energy work. Absolutely. Now, Marie, what are your hours for today and for tomorrow? The weather is good. People are out and about, and they could pop in, shop local, and get something either for themselves or get something for the person on their Father's Day list. We'll be open till 5.30 today and tomorrow, 9 to 4. All right, folks, she is Marie, the Queen of Health. Marie, keep up the good work, and uh, we'll talk to you again. Thank you, and happy Father's Day. Thank you very much, folks. There it is, our friend Marie. She is terrific. It's my health, because it's your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Friday on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, right now, it's 135. It's, um, it's incredible. This is actually, tomorrow is the day, but because it's falling on a Saturday, it's a national holiday. This is now Juneteenth. And also... 
look at this, Juneteenth, this is Providence Journal, Juneteenth of services in Rhode Island will mark end of slavery in the U.S. Um, you can read about that. The, things are moving so quickly as far as that is, that's a progressive agenda. And all major newspapers do, by the way, uh, whether it be the Providence Journal or whether it be the uh, the Boston Globe. And then, as I mentioned, the Glo- I'm looking at the Boston Globe. What does the Juneteenth flag mean? I mean, it is just endless. And, and how quickly, folks, it was it was just a little over a year ago that it was announced it was going to be put on the ballot to remove plantations from the state name, state of Rhode Island and Providence plantations. A year later, look at where this is uh, going. Um, I'm looking at some of the headlines. So that's going on nationwide. But something that's tough to ignore is just how much it's uh, it's politics that are that are driving all this. Right. And whether it be the local situation regarding the local situation where you have they're talking about driver's licenses now for illegals. Or on the national basis, you know, Biden is doing this for a reason. Uh, Governor McKee, they, all of this to me, it's a big part of this is being embraced with um, with politics involved. And and, and it's, it's tough to ignore. And I'm not saying it should be ignored, by the way, but it's tough to ignore that that's not, you know, a big it, it's such the driving force in this in this whole movement that has taken hold. So, all right, now here's some other headlines. Uh, Wall Street Journal, Dow Industrials on track for worst week since January. Dow fell 400 points. Uh, first interest rates increase in 2022. Listen, a big part of this is the fact that the worker shortage. Also, China weighs lifting birth restrictions completely by 2025. Concern about falling birth rates. Policymakers planning a shift further towards explicitly encouraged childbirth. Think it. Keep in mind in China where they would only allow like one. I mean, they're, they're so, you know, only allowing one child per family. Are, are we really to believe that they would be straight hand with us or straightforward, I should say, when it came to exactly how the virus um, came about? Like, are we really starting to uh, uh, believe, in fact, that that would um, would happen? I also want to see this. Peggy Noonan writes, Bill Maher diagnoses liberal progressophobia. Bill Maher has uh, spoken out more and more. Um, I know some people don't like him, but I'll tell you, sometimes he is right on the money. when it, He's a big First Amendment guy. And um, his show on HBO. HBO on <clears throat> on um, Friday nights, real time. Peggy Noonan's writes, here's a statement that deserve amplification. Last week, Bill Maher's HBO real time did a commentary, something he believes deeply destructive. Maher, who has described his politics as liberal, libertarian, progressive, and practical, longtime occasional brave foe of wokeness in its extreme manifestations. He zeroed in on one aspect that fuels a lot of grievances, and that is the uninformed sense that America has largely been impervious to improvement. He calls this progressophobia, a term coined by the cognitive psychologist Steven Pinker. Marr defines it as a brain disorder, strikes liberals, makes them incapable of recognizing progress. It's like situational blindness, only what you can't see is that your dorm in 2021 is better than the South before the Civil War. His audience laughed uncertainly. You could tell they didn't want to get caught laughing at the wrong thing. And they weren't certain what the wrong thing was. Now, I want to just play, um, see if this has... Um, Young people are unable to see that your dorm in... 20- oh, I thought it was maybe uh, Peggy Noonan, but it's just... Um, uh, if you think America is more racist now than ever more sexist than before women could vote. You have progressive phobia, he said. This is Bill Maher now. Look at the changes America's made on disputed issues like gay marriage, marijuana legislation, even something like bullying. It still happens, but being outwardly cruel to people 
who are different is no longer acceptable. That's progress. Acknowledging progress isn't saying we're done. Oh, we don't need more. And being gloomy doesn't mean you're a better person. He was asking for a perspective. Hard thing to do when you're a comic. His comic tools are exaggeration, satire, and sarcasm. But Marr maintained earnestness. In 1958, only 4% of Americans approved of interracial marriage. Again, now, this is Peggy Noonan, Wall Street Journal. In 1958, only 4% of Americans approved of interracial marriage. Now, Gallup doesn't even bother asking. The last time they did, in 2013, 87% approved. An overwhelming majority of Americans now say they want to live in a multiracial neighborhood. That's a sea change, says Marr, who was born in 1956. He went on, in a country that's 14% black, 18% of the incoming class at Harvard is black. And since 2017, white students are not even majority in our public colleges. Employees of color make up 47% of Microsoft, 50% of Target, 55% of the gap as companies become desperate to look like their TV commercials. The Friends reunion we just had looked weird. Because even if you suggest a show today about six people, all of whom were straight and white, the network would laugh you out of the room and then cancel you on Twitter. And yet there's a reoccurring theme on the far left. Things have never been worse. The comedian Kevin Hart recently told the New York Times, you're witnessing white power and white privilege at an all-time high. Mar, this is one of the big problems with wokeness. That what you don't say doesn't have to make sense or jive with the facts or even be challenged. Lest the challenge itself be conflated with racism. He said saying white power and privilege at an all-time high is just ridiculous. Higher than a century ago? The year of the Tulsa race massacre? Higher than when the KKK wrote unchecked and Jim Crow unchallenged? He said, unfortunately, racism is still unfortunately with us, and its legacy of injustice lingers. I understand best how racism singes a person's soul. They may see it everywhere. But seeing clearly is necessary for actually fixing problems. And clearly, racism is no longer everywhere. It's not in my home. It's probably not in yours. Most of the country, the most unhip thing you could ever be today is a racist. He got a big laugh when a picture behind him showed two young people with their heads suddenly exploding. Here's the thing, kids. There actually was a world before you got here. We date human events, AD and DC, BC, excuse me. But we need a third marker for millennials and Gen Z. BY, before you. There's a lot of Americans trying really hard these days to create a new spirit of inclusion, self, and reflection. Having a warped view of reality leads to policies that are warped. Black-only dorms, graduation ceremonies, growing belief in whiteness. White people are irredeemable. Giving up on a colorblind society. Only if you believe we've made no progress. And yet some things are worse. But where progress is made, it's not a sin. It's not inaccurate to say we've come a long way. Not mission accomplished, just a long way. And then Peggy Noonan writes, so again, now, Bill Maher was saying all these things. It's refreshing to a population, popular entertainer take on progress denialism. It was great having a sense of perspective of what America is. And it's not only self-respect. You know, folks, this is all true. But you have these people. Things have never been worse. It's getting worse. All right, she goes on. Americans are always trying to figure out a way to broaden the number of available lanes to happiness. Can't do that by mere divisiveness. <laughs> she writes, anyway, here's the Bill Maher. An entertainer with a popular, reverent show took another chance on thoughtfulness, clearly meant it. By the way, it seemed to me experienced no major pushback, just criticism here and there, but nothing big. Here's a guess on why, because everyone knows what he said is true. America is not only capable of transformation and improvement, it has long produced both. Even the organized accusers who castigate for a living become famous, rewarded for castigating and accusing know this. They depend on it. 
as progress accrues, they're claiming victory one day. Meanwhile, they keep doing their thing. They're being rewarded in the marketplace, they have more power, enjoying both. That's very America, too. Now, there is like a video of this, and I'm just curious if, in fact, they have. Is it a video of Peggy Noonan reading her column? Is that what that is? I'm going to find out, I think, in just a moment. I would like to play Bill Maher, but a lot of times he uses profanity and language that I cannot um, use. Took place on March 19th. No. All right. I'm not going to take a chance on it, folks. We're not going to take a chance. It's been too much of a good week, even though the fact that uh, Rhode Island now... uh, And I was serious, folks, when I said it again. Good afternoon. It's 146. Um, to me, the big question is who's going to step forward? Who is going to step forward to challenge the progressives? And right now would seem all the political establishment on driver's licenses for illegals. I'll answer my own question. I was asking earlier, why don't they put it on the ballot? And the answer is, you know what the answer is, because it would fail and they don't want it to fail. And that's why they won't put it on the ballot. It also, it shouldn't be lost. The Boston Globe did a story that apparently they feel that Rhode Island is now, and now they're calling it something different. It's not a driver's license, it's a driving privilege. But isn't driving a privilege, right? When you get a speeding ticket, if you get in a certain number of accidents, if certain things happen, if you don't register it, what can happen? You can lose your driver's license. You know why? Because it is. It's just that. It's a privilege. That's why it, it's, it is that way. But I think uh, in when, when I was questioning Governor McKee, actually, as I think of it, it got some play in the media. But um, right now, it, it doesn't seem like anyone is going to stand in the way. That has that fallen under the umbrella of Black Lives Matter and, you you know, equality and we need to do this. Folks, other states are not doing that, though. And they always try to say, you know, a lot at Rhode Island. Once again, we will be the island. Hey, right now at 148 on this Friday, good afternoon. It's John DePietro, weekdays 11 to 2. Right here, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. I want to wish everyone a happy Father's Day out there. Remember, visit the website, petro.com. We have unique stories, unique content, unique video. We also have some great items in the shop, uh, whether it be a nice mug or a glass or T-shirts or hats or anything like that. I want to remind you, if you ever find yourself in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. Did someone hit your vehicle? Was your vehicle damaged? Whether it's a small fender bender or a near total, near total collision where you were in a bad accident and your vehicle was nearly totaled, you can depend on, four words, West Fountain Auto Body. They'll repair your vehicle, showroom-like condition, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272 3340-401-272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. All right, I want to try our friend John Francis again, just because uh, Sunday is Father's Day. And I think we still have some people out there that might, if you're looking for a gift certificate at Competition Shooting Supplies, is always a great Father's Day gift. Competition, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You can... Uh, Oh, is he not back, John Francis? Still not back yet? No? All right, no problem. I'll talk to him next week. Tell him what I think. Folks, again, uh, we like to get our leader on. But again, stop in and see him. He is open today and then also tomorrow. Competition shooting supplies. Well, folks, again, good afternoon. Here I am. It is Juan. It is John DePietro. The um, the story on uh, DePietro.com uh, really is uh, getting a lot of attention from the the raids in Cranston. Then also, if you haven't seen the the rat story, my God, um, the rat story is uh, really incredible. I want to just go to uh, during a uh, discussion on wealth inequality. Fox Business senior correspondent Charles Gasparino said AOC has no clue about this. 
because she's never been poor before and she doesn't know about poor people. Let me play this. So tackle that one as AOC says that this is an extremely important moment. The author of the Green New Deal. You know, she's never been poor before. I mean, that's one of the problems. I mean, we grew up in the same town. My father was an iron worker and a bartender. Her father was an architect. She grew up comfortably middle class. She doesn't know poor people. If you know, talk to poor people and working class people, they want more rich people. How did my old man make money? Because he was a bartender. He needed rich people to, to essentially tip him. He needed rich people to build stuff. Run up tabs. Uh, she has no clue about this. And I think, with, with, I mean, listen, this is obviously an absurd committee. I mean, it's not going to do anything. It's going to talk about stuff. Uh, because wealth inequality is not caused because the tax system is skewed. Some of it is, but not a lot of it. It's caused by policies. And the worst policy that you have right now causing wealth inequality, again, is 0% interest rates, which skews the, the deck to, to... You know, it's also um, interesting. I, I think that's a really uh, interesting point. How about the fact Stephen Colbert last night, the GOP is everyone's worst enemy. Who talks that way? Who talks about enemy in that way? Oh, here it is. The Supreme Court, because today the court upheld Obamacare. for everyone, America, turn your head and cough. Here you go, here you go. Couldn't get it on, couldn't get it on in time. Sorry, sorry about that. The vote was a resounding 7-2 against a Texas lawsuit challenging the individual mandate. The court decided that Texas did not have standing to sue because nobody was forced to pay a penalty for not getting insurance. Why is that? Well, back in 2017, the GOP-controlled Congress passed a bill cutting the individual mandate penalty to zero. The Republicans' previous attempt to kill Obamacare killed this attempt to kill Obamacare. The GOP is its own worst enemy. Also, everyone else's. Out west. You know, again, I'm not a, um, I'm not a fan. I am uh, certainly not a fan, folks. So, um, this is the the same individual that immediately went after and tried to cut off John Stewart for saying about the lab and where the where it came from, where the Wuhan, you know, where the virus came from. I mean, that's basically what we're um, what we're talking about. How about also Victoria's Secret replacing supermodels with Megan Rampone? And other women famous for achievements. Well, let's see how that um, let's see how that works out. They'll be able to know sales. They've gotten rid of the angels, and now they've decided to uh, move in a different direction. If they were a private business, they are certainly um, allowed to to do that. And let's see how that um, let's see how that works out for them. If that is a if that is a, a strong business model, then they're going to be just fine. I'm also seeing um, here's some there are some slides from a public elementary school sponsored training for students and parents. Start with the basics: gender identity. Let's let's define the word gender. One's own understanding of the gender lack of examples of gender identity: uh, gender queer, intergender, female, male. Transmasculine, transfeminine, non-binary. Uh, how a presentation, how a person looks, clothes, hair, and then they go into accessories, clothing, body language, haircut. Pronouns are very big, folks. These are all the things: binary and gender-neutral pronouns. Uh, she, her, her, hers, herself. He, him, his, his, himself. They, them, their, theirs, themselves. 
Uh, then there's a new one. Z, H-I-R, her, her, here's, herself. And then E-Y-E-M-E-I-R, herself. So that's going to be the new direction where the schools are going to be moving. Um, to, to, to in any way, uh, they also have an ultimate beyond the rainbow ultimate guide to pride flags, and then they have all the pride flags. Now, again, if if all of this stuff is is working to help education, I'm all for it. <laughs> if that is helping kids um, read better, do better in math, uh, achieve better, do better on the... I, I think it's terrific. So, but... Um, but if that's not happening, then I don't exactly understand the point of it, but that has become, as many of you know, that has become wildly important in the schools. Now, folks, right now it is uh, 156. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. Just a reminder, visit the website, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, DePietro.com. We have the unique stories up about the Cranston raids, also the rat stories, which are just brutal. Uh, and those rat people are lashing out at anyone that goes after them. At least the city is is uh, seemingly trying to take action. One thing I know is if you're constantly putting food outside and feeding rodents, you're going to attract rodents. And if you put out food and water uh, and trying to groom, as as crazy as that seems, but if you do that, you're going to get it. And that seems to be some people that... um, now, if they want to say they were unaware by doing that, that that was encouraging and breeding rats, but it seems pretty hard to deny that, you know, they're putting food and water out and then they're denying that they're doing anything to help the rat population. But if you haven't seen the video, um, I've just never seen I've never seen them that brazen the way they are in daylight and they're big. And uh, and I feel terrible for the people in the area. Again, folks, it's on the website, dipetro.com. And don't forget, dipetro.com, which is sponsored by Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. They're a mile and a half from Garden City. This incredible store that has body armor, tactical gear, uh, ammo, pepper spray, food storage, gift certificates. It's women friendly. Stop it and see them. It's Surplus Provisions. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. So, folks, the uh, the big news, really, um, the General Assembly at the State House next week. I think it's crazy. A thirteen billion dollar budget. Rhode Island doesn't need a thirteen billion dollar budget, but the thing to watch is going to be this driving privileges for illegals. So, let's see how the other media pick up on it. They should be carrying it. It's a sea change. It's going to forever change the state. Uh, the, the, the state you see now, watch how it is five years from now, watch how it is 10 years from now. Uh, they're basically telling uh, American citizens that live in the state, you might as well just leave because you're going to be replaced. Folks, again, it's John DePietro. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, if you want to get a hold of me, visit the website, DePietro.com. When there's breaking news, we do a live video stream on my Facebook page. It's John DePietro. Uh, uh, Facebook Live, and you can find that as well. And then look for me on Twitter as well. I want to wish everyone a happy Father's Day. Have a great Friday, great weekend. Again, the great Jeff Gamach couldn't do it without him. Folks, I want you to stay tuned. WNRI Winsocket, 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, online at WNRI.com.